Welcome to week three of the Advent Candle Lighting Series here at Ascension Lutheran Church in Citrus Heights. I'm Pastor Scott, and I hope you've enjoyed the first two weeks of Advent and look forward to this third week together. Tonight, or today, we actually light the, uh, the candle that signifies the promise of joy. people to reawaken their longings. Sorrow may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. In the darkness we long to see the light. Sorrow may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. In the silence we long for a comforting word. Sorrow may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. In hardship, we long for an act of love. Sorrow may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. In Christ, we celebrate and rejoice in the promise of joy. Sorrow may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Today, we light three candles. The first candle radiates the hope given through Jesus Christ. The second candle calls us to embrace and extend Christ's peace to an unsettled world. The third candle extends the promise of joy to restless souls. Through darkness, though darkness is present and earthly trials weigh heavy, the promise of Advent offers true joy that sustains a weary people. Two. 
Today we read from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 35, and begin with the eighth verse. A highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness. And sorrow and sighing shall flee away. And from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, beginning with the ninth verse, we read, Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, To the shepherds, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Today we light the third candle. The candle that reminds us of the promise of joy that comes through the birth of Jesus Christ. We have already lit the first candle, the, the hope candle. Last week we lit the peace candle and now the joy candle. Jesus came as our hope we know and he brings us peace and as a result we are filled with joy. We read about that joy in our reading from Isaiah where the prophet speaks a word of promise to the people of Israel. A word of promise and, and joy that even amidst the challenges of their life, the Lord will redeem those who come to him. Those who call on him so that they too might sing and respond in their lives with joy. Not that their lives will be any less challenging than others, but that they will have the presence of God, the companionship of God, the support of God amidst the challenges of their life, that even through those challenging times, they might have joy, they might have hope, they might have peace. You see, with God in your life, you respond and you live differently than people do without God in their lives without the assurance that comes from God, without the love that comes from God. There is joy in knowing the Lord and being known and redeemed by God, as our candle reminds us today. And then the Gospel of Luke that we, we read from we are, is quite familiar to us and we'll be reading it again in just over a week on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day as we hear the, the good news of Jesus' birth being given to the shepherds as the angel appears to them and the angel says, do not fear. Fear is a natural reaction, I would think, from a, a heavenly angelic appearance. 
um, especially if you're a shepherd out in a field. And that heavenly being tells them to not be afraid for, for they are bringing good news. Good news of great joy for all the people. For this child was born. This Messiah, the Savior, was born into the world. Good news indeed, and the response to that good news is to be filled with joy. I can't imagine how the shepherds might have responded that night. Probably some excitement, but probably still mixed in with some fear and uncertainty. But for us, for those of us who, who live now and have the, the benefit of hindsight, the, the, the benefit of, of having been able to read the, the, the biblical story, over 2,000 years later, we understand that in fact the birth of Jesus Christ is good news. And we are filled with joy because we know how that story plays out. We know that Jesus was born in order that he might die for you and for me. That he took upon himself the burden, the cost, the suffering, the pain of our actions, of our sin. In order that we might not endure that pain any longer that results in death. That we might have the joy of everlasting life, Jesus came. So when we read and hear of the good news of Jesus' birth as we prepare to celebrate his birth, we should be filled with joy in a way that the, the shepherds couldn't have known because we know that Jesus, in fact, did come to help alleviate our own suffering as he took that suffering upon himself on the cross. And if we believe that's good news, my friends, we should live in joy. We should live differently than the world lives we shouldn't live like Eeyore, always fretting about what is wrong in our lives, but instead we should live in the joy and the hope that has been promised to us. That doesn't mean there aren't going to be bad days or challenging days or that we're, we're going to be up and joy-filled and skipping around all the time. But we should be able to live in the confidence that God does in fact love us and somewhere deep in our souls that should fill us with some level of joy, even if we're sad, even if we're troubled by the things that are going on around us. And how we respond to those things, it should be evident to others that, that there is something different about that response. Quite often, as I see people of faith, you know, dealing with difficult times, and they invite us to pray. I don't know what people who don't believe do when those challenging times come, but prayer in and of itself is a, is a sign of hope, is a sign of belief that things can and will get better and God does in fact answer our prayers. So as we enter into this final week of the Advent season, as we ramp up our, our preparations to celebrate Christ's birth, I pray that this is a joyous time for you, even though this week we will experience and endure the darkest, longest night of the calendar year. But even in the darkness of, of that longest night, know that uh, Jesus Christ has been born and continues to come to, to you and to me and to 
all of God's creation, which is good news for all people. May we too, you too, be filled with great joy at, the, at the, that good news. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, our joy is found in you. For not only did you enter into this world, but you came, you became the hope of the world. From the cradle to the cross, you invite us to share in your victory. This is the fountain from which our joy flows. In Jesus' powerful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Son, lead us on to a morning where the promise shines. Lead us on, lead us on to a morning where the promise shines. To a morning